The next one on the list, and I feel like you you wrote this one is not shoes. Yeah. You like shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but I think especially for it's this sounds bad. It's easy to think of graduation gift ideas for girls. Mm-hmm. You can do jewelry, you can do decor, you can get them a spa gift card. I don't know. You can think of lots of things for girls, but sometimes it's like, what would the teen boy in my life mm-hmm. like? Welcome to the Teen Life Podcast, where we believe that teenagers are not a problem to be solved, but we are here to help you equip teenagers through the power of connection. I'm Carly Duke, and I am so excited to be here with Chris Roby. Hi, guys. You're excited? Yes. I don't, th- I don't feel like I've heard that before. Can I not be excited you to can, you can be excited. do this podcast? I just, Chris, yes. I love our podcast. Yes, me too. Me too. But I'm glad that you're excited. I'll one-up you. I'm thrilled. Oh, <laughs> Okay, didn't know it was competition. <laughs> Always. I'm honestly, though, more excited, Chris. No offense to you. Okay. Because I am excited about this, mm. but summer is coming. Yeah. And I just, man, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, 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 once we get there. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yeah. Today, I wanted to talk about as summer is quickly approaching, how can we finish the school year well? Mm-hmm. Because I do think it's exciting to finish up school, but there also comes pressure events, lots of things coming with end of school that I think we need to talk about. How do we handle these well, both as adults who are helping teenagers and how can we encourage our teens to handle that too? So I don't know if you if you talk to a teacher or an administrator in a school about this time of year and dealing with parents, but I can speak as a former student pastor many years ago. This was my least favorite time of year. Hmm. Couldn't stand it. And and I remember, you know, it was before I had kids of my own and I didn't understand, but I always felt like dealing with parents who had kids transitioning, whether they're seniors or they're going from middle school to high school, uh, especially any, anyone with some kind of transition, they were just especially kind of touchy and kind of grumpy and um, easily agitated. And I always felt, I always took that personally. Mm-hmm. But now that I've got kids and I'm kind of on the other side of that, I understand so much more why they would be um, because they're, these transitions come with some loss, right? And some, some low level grieving and all the, all those kinds of things. And so I think um, as we talk about the end of the school year, we also need to be mindful of our, you know, how is this particular year hitting us? What's, you know, what's happening? How are we feeling about it? How are we dealing with the transitions? the the goodbyes all that kind of stuff which we'll talk about but end of year is really interesting to me (laughs) it is and as we kind of talk about like this busyness and the pressure if you think about depending on what age your students are their graduation parties their end of year parties just across the board especially for our younger kids Mm -hmm. finals they have yearbook signings which seems silly but there's pressure right and then what you write and then especially if you're transitioning to another school they're saying goodbye because you might not be with that same group ever again. You're not going to be with that same staff, those same teachers. So there's a lot just for our students to do and then for parents as you're trying to juggle all of that, plus sports, plus... You know, a new one, well, for me, because I don't remember when I was a kid, is teacher appreciation. Well, yes, but there's also a reason that teacher appreciation comes at the end of the year, like to the point you were talking about, Chris, because it is the most difficult time of year, but... Yeah, and, and, and I... Don't hear me wrong. Like I'm totally in for it, but I don't remember that when I was a kid mm. of, of of this being um, 
a bigger deal. And now I've got three school age kids and, you know, while we're figure out what to get the teachers. Yeah. And like, (laughs) you know, the thoughtful notes and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. But I also know on top of all the other things that's that that that's additional pressure because you want you want to appreciate your teachers who have done so much for your kid especially within the last two years my goodness like we we want to make sure they know how much we appreciate them but it's hard to be able to do all that stuff well it is and so i think i just wanted to take some time in our podcast episode today to stop down and let's kind of reflect Mm -hmm. because it's really easy to get caught up in the busyness it's Mm -hmm. really easy to get caught up in the stress or even the comparison of what are you doing this summer? Well, we're not doing that. I don't know. There's just a lot that goes into going from school to summer. But here are some tips to finishing well. If you remember, we talked about in January how to start the year well. Right. So this is kind of the back end of how can we finish well and wrap Mm -hmm. up. And I think one of the things is, especially for our students, is encouraging them to stay focused, Mm. especially if they're doing finals. It's really easy to think about what's next and kind of lose sight of, but we have to finish this first. You can't move on until you're done. Yeah. And I think this time of year, students, whatever grade they're in, have um, advanced enough or been in school long enough now to have, okay, I get it, you Mm -hmm. know, and and you've been through the classes and either you're doing well or you're not. um, And it's just a time of year that everybody's ready to move on. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's just natural whenever you are at something for such a long period of time, you have gained that skill or you have <laughs> struggled enough to where you want to do something different. Right. And so that this time of year, I know I've got a fifth grader this year and he's going to middle school next year. He's done. Hmm. <laughs> he is done with fifth grade. And um, his grades are great, all that kind of stuff, but just he he's matured enough and he's ready to leave elementary school, you know, and I'm thrilled for him because he's done the things it takes to make that happen. But we have to, we we have these conversations pretty regularly. Like, all right, man, like I know, you know, you're ready to do these middle school things, but we got to finish what's in front of us here. But it's very real. And I I imagine parents listening to this are feeling this in some way right now. Just like, you know, keep your eyes on the prize. We can't, we can't, can't lose our focus right now. Right. Now, you mentioned appreciation, and I do think it's important for parents to appreciate our school staff. Absolutely. But if you have a teenager, they are also old enough to show appreciation. Yeah. And so encouraging our teenagers, show appreciation to your teachers. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean using their money to do something, but write a note or just stop in and tell that favorite teacher, hey, I had an awesome year in Mm -hmm. your class and I learned a lot. Thank you. That probably means more than your teen will ever realize, or maybe at least until they become an adult mm-hmm. and realized, I bet very few teenagers do that. Well, and if you listen to our episode a few weeks ago, we talked about gratitude yeah. and how important this is. This is this goes right into this, and this is a very practical way to show gratitude to someone who has stuck with you all year long. And teenagers need to also remember, you know, y- y'all aren't always the easiest bunch to work with mm-hmm. right especially in mass and in a class so for them to just get outside of themselves even even if they've had trouble with this teacher or whatever just to say thank you for putting up with me yeah. or thank you for sticking with me even though maybe i didn't make it as easy as possible obviously does a lot for the teacher well and i think that goes for our office staff too mm-hmm. your receptionist probably doesn't get teacher appreciation mm-hmm. gifts but they are a big part of your school. They're the ones that deal with everyone who's late every day. Yes. Right? And so and especially if you have a teen who maybe is tardy a lot. Yeah. Tell them to stop by and just thank her for putting up with them. Thank yeah. that counselor that has 
kind of gotten you through some difficult days. Mm-hmm. Think that principal who's keeping your school safe. Mm-hmm. There are just a lot of people that you can think, and they don't have to think everyone, but maybe encourage them. Think of three people at your school that you could go think this week. It, as hard as things have been, it might prolong their career. Yeah. Honestly, um, because we, t- we talked to so many teachers, counselors, administrators who are just done right mm-hmm. now. And I know in the times where I have struggled and you know lost focus, if I get some kind of appreciation, thank, thanks, it changes everything. Like, okay, maybe this was all worth it, yeah. right? And so you really, you know, a, a piece of paper uh, and a pen could literally change someone's career path for sure. Now, another way to finish well, as we said, you need to finish what's in front of you first, but maybe also make sure they know what is coming. So for some students, they might have summer reading. For some students, they need to work on something over the summer to get back on grade level. Or for sports, maybe their coach is telling them to do something. Kind of make a plan for what are we going to do this summer Mm. so that we can make sure we're set up for success moving forward as well. And I think that's a way that you can end well is kind of taking some time to sit down and plan and be intentional about your summer. Mm -hmm. Well, I think too, a teenager might just envision this I want a summer to do nothing but play video games. Right. Let's talk about let's talk about that outcome, right? Like let's just say we do that. And deep down that's not what anyone really wants. They might want a couple of days just to say I don't want responsibilities, I don't want or even a week like we're just we're checking out, no responsibilities, but we're going to plan that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now let's see about <laughs> avoiding the slide, the learning slide, the, you know, uh, and, and doing things that are um, are actually productive and planning those things out. I, lo- I love that idea because I know personally the way I'm wired, if I don't have a good plan ahead of me, I tend to get lost pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And so that is, I think for most teenagers, that's probably the, the case too. A, a summer of no structure, probably deep down the side might scare them a little bit. Right. Now, before you move on to summer, I think it's really important to stop and celebrate. Mm and make sure you mark this end. Mm. Now, whether you are, if you're a school staff person listening to us, that could be something really small, but think about a way that in your classroom or with your students, you can celebrate that. Mm. If you're a parent, what does that look like the last day of school to stop down and be like, you finished, you did it, let's celebrate. In our support groups, it's so important to take time that last week to say, let's look it back on what we did Mm -hmm. and let's celebrate. Maybe that's my last group, that I did a few weeks ago, I bought brownies. Hmm. Now, maybe that was a mistake for middle <laughs> school girls because they were hyper uh-huh. on sugar, but just something that tells them, I'm proud of you, and let's celebrate that before we move on to something else. Mm-hmm. We need closure, and we need to mm-hmm. mark that time um, to let us know this was this was time well spent. Otherwise, it just gets lost. Yeah. And so... Um, I love this idea of of celebrating, even if it's simple. Uh, take your kids out to eat, some ice cream, and then we can head into the summer knowing that we closed this period of time off. This was successful, and it was worth celebrating. For the trend, Chris, let's talk graduation. Okay. Because if you have a senior, or maybe you're just someone who loves a senior. Graduation is upon us and trying to figure out what to get can be tricky. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk through two groups of people. First, I want to talk about maybe some gift ideas for parents or family members of seniors, like that you're going to go all out and you're actually going to get them something that you spent time or money on. 
And then I have a few other ideas if you're kind of more fringe people. Gotcha. And so let's start with parents and family members. First of all, I think one, if you're not wanting to spend a lot of money, but get a lot of bang for your time, a book of letters or advice could be really helpful. Hmm. Now, someone did this for probably my parents. I said someone, I'm sure it was my dad. But for my little brother, when he left for college, kind of gathered these letters of advice. Mm -hmm. And I vividly remember he asked one of my friends to write a letter for Caleb. And he put in, here's some things that I learned through college. And it was really cool for even me to read that going like, wow, that's really helpful advice. And he got stuff from family and from parents, but also getting it from someone who just is like, hey, I just want to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. And here are some things that I learned. I think it was a really cool idea and a way to wrap up their high school career, but also send them off well. You might think I don't, maybe you don't feel like your teenager has a lot of those external people around, maybe just one or two people, a grandparent or, you know, a coach or, you know, someone to say, hey, would you mind, you know, just writing them a, just a, a, a quick, mm-hmm. a quick note. Um, it doesn't have to be a ton. It can just be some to make a big difference. Well, I've seen some people do to do if it's just parents, write when you're feeling lonely, hmm. um, when you made a mistake when you got your first bad grade, like write these letters of things that they might experience their freshman year of college Mm. or their first year in the job, whatever they're doing next and give them to them at once. So that when they're like in the middle of something of like, man, I don't know what to do. They can pull that letter and read Mm -hmm. it. That could be something really cool too. Now, obviously dorm room essentials, towels, dishes, blankets, blankets are easy. Everyone loves a good blanket. Oh yeah, doesn't matter who you are. Um, laundry bags. I think people think baskets, but there was something if they live in a dorm where they have to walk upstairs with their laundry, a bag or a backpack, something that goes on them for laundry. And then maybe even something easy like gift cards to places near campus hmm. or near their apartment that you know that will be helpful. The next one on the list, and I feel like you you wrote this one, is not shoes. Yeah. You like shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but I think especially for it's, this sounds bad. It's easy to think of graduation gift ideas for girls. Mm-hmm. You can do jewelry. You can do decor. You can get them a spa gift card. I don't know. You can think of lots of things for girls, but sometimes it's like, what would the teen boy in my life mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. Shoes is always Absolutely. a good option. Yeah, yeah. And so think through maybe even what clothes do they need moving forward that would also be really cool and they think would be cool. Absolutely. And one thing I did for my sister-in-laws when they graduated high school is I put together a favorite things basket. So for example, for them, they went to the same college I went to. And so I went and got gift cards to my favorite restaurant. I wrote out, here are the list of the favorite places I like. Here's a list of some tips. And I kind of packed this basket full of things that I thought would be helpful for them once they got to college. We did something like this at Teen Life a couple of years ago with the pandemic. Um... Uh, kind of in early days of pa- pandemic and that kind of first graduation where we reached out to community volunteers and matched them up with uh, mostly like teen parents who mm-hmm. were uh, graduating and created a uh, a form which we can share with you uh, that was a really basic favorite things kind of list where that might sound like that's really expensive, but there's ways to do this where it's pretty pretty simple and not that expensive if yeah, you don't you want to make it, it be, fit in your budget. Make it fit in your budget. And so stuff like, you know, your favorite, sonic drink or your favorite you know 
snack. I mean, just simple things like that, just to connect that someone knows that what you like, mm-hmm. um, you can do it and not break the budget. Right. Now for mentors or teachers, coaches, maybe even people who have many seniors that you're trying to get gifts for. I know we struggle that with that with Josh being a coach. We've got lots of seniors that we love and are trying to do stuff for. And so right. sometimes you can't go all out or go big. So maybe it's something like a personal picture mm. or something that reminds them of a memory. For example, if you're a coach, maybe it has something to do with that team that you can give them that might not have cost you much, but gives them a memento that they can remember that time. Gift cards, you can't go wrong with gift cards. Yeah. I mean, anything that, that they would like, it's a, it's a simple thing. And take them to dinner or coffee to celebrate, even if it's getting some coffee at Starbucks or going to McDonald's or whatever, just something simple where you're sharing a meal and, and reflecting on their accomplishment. One thing I've seen people do and I've heard people do is they will actually wait until they get where they're going next and send them a card then. Hmm. So maybe that's um, a small gift card to a place that's by campus, but just that extra step of, hey, you got stuff earlier and I'm still thinking about you. Right. And kind of going that extra step. Or maybe it's just a personal letter. Um, If you really can't spend money on something, writing down what they mean to you could be really impactful. And I think a teenager will appreciate that, even if it's not as big of a gift as maybe they're getting from other people. And my guess is they'll they'll keep that letter too. Yeah. I mean, we, we've all gotten those notes in the past that meant a lot and you just you put the away in a drawer mm-hmm. for, for a time you might need it. Um, and um, something on paper that's kind of old school uh, makes a huge difference. Kind of going off of that, Chris, for our tip, I wanna talk about how we can stay in touch after graduation with these seniors. So especially for adults who aren't gonna be in constant contact with them, so maybe not parents as much, but I think this is helpful for parents too, but set reminders for their birthday or big events. Hmm. So if you are someone who loves a teen, but you might not remember that, put their birthday on their calendar and shoot them a text on that day. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in the past, but if you love a teenager who has grieved a loss of someone, put that death anniversary on your calendar so you can remember to reach out to them. Or if there's a special event that you guys share that you want to remember, like that time we, I don't know, went, went to, the, to the ballpark mm-hmm. or whatever, like, hey, I, I remember this time and hope you're doing well kind of thing. Well, and even things like if you're talking to them and they talk about a big test that's coming up, ask them the date, put a reminder on your calendar and on that day, remember to like, hey, I remember that your test was today. How did it go? Mm-hmm. Just taking that extra step because sometimes it's difficult when you're not always face-to-face with them. And so think of ways that you can stay in touch, and that's an easy one. Obviously, keeping up with them on social media, if that's appropriate, depending on your job and relationship with them. Comment, like their post. That's an easy way to stay in touch. I think finally, sending them thinking of you text, just some, something very, very simple. And that might just be, that might kind of fall back into to that reminder yeah. thing of like, you know, just setting yourself a reminder every month or two hey check in with so-and-so make sure they're doing okay it always i feel like the surprise text is highly underrated you know <laughs> just like like someone someone you haven't talked to in forever you get that there's something about that they're like man i never knew they were still thinking about me I hadn't thought about them in ages right that means a lot and so um what i love about this is we we are 
we're asking you to use very accessible technology that's built into everyone's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not hard to use um, and just set those reminders correctly and it just does the work for you. You know, just act, but act upon that that thought. You know, if you're like, yeah, I should, I should do that, do it. Because you might not think about it again and you will lose that opportunity uh, to encourage a teenager. Yeah, taking that next step can make a really big difference in your relationship with a teenager. And so we really encourage you to do that. And that's a wrap for this episode. It Chris. is a wrap. This was a fun one. It was. It was. I uh, I, I love uh, to reflect upon times of transition mm-hmm. in a positive way because they're so important to get right. Yeah, they are. And so if you enjoyed this conversation, if you are enjoying our podcast, we hope you are subscribed. You can review us on your favorite podcast app. That makes a huge difference. It helps other people find this podcast. We also want you to follow us on social media. You can find all those links in the show notes or on our website. And then finally, share with a friend. We hope if you know of a friend who loves a senior or who has a senior who's graduating especially, share this episode with them. Absolutely. And say, hey, here are some great gift ideas. And you can also share some resources with them. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. We will see y'all next week.